This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a chance of showers and perhaps a thunderstorm, a high of 27. Well, were you one of the many drivers forced to detour yesterday morning because of the fire on Jasper Ave? The blaze at 117th Street in Jasper started just before 6 a.m. and caused $1.5 million in damage. Investigators still don't know how it started. However, no one was hurt. Twitter is going through a purge of suspicious accounts. They are deleting inactive or suspect accounts. So if your Twitter follows Followers go down this week. That's why. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. That's me. Two thousand. <laughs> Two thousand fake followers. The Eskimos play James Franklin and the Argos at Commonwealth tomorrow night. Ludacris will be playing the halftime show, and we have your tickets to win with Eskimo Justin Sorensen joining us at seven this morning. And it turns out teenagers are not working like they used to when it comes to summer jobs. This summer, only about thirty-five percent of teenagers will be working, compared to fifty percent just twenty years ago. Whether it's a fast food restaurant, a grocery store, or retail, experts are saying the reason is not what you think. It's because most students are actually in school over the summer or taking an unpaid internship to pad their resumes for college or fewer low-skill entry-level jobs are actually available. Hmm. All right. That is not what I thought when I first read that headline. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. Well, Everybody we, wants to poo-poo on the younger generation. Yeah. Your generation did it yeah. and got it. Yeah. The generation before us. Yeah. All of them. There you go. You guys are all busy volunteering your generation, Matt. Good for you. Good job. Thank you, guys. Yeah, awesome. Well, we got a text kind of on a related uh, subject to this, and it's not exactly what uh, Jack just wrote, but um, uh, Veronica says, my husband is determined that our 15- and 17-year-old children need to work this summer. Uh, I feel like they're good students and deserve a break for a couple of months. Uh, he thinks they need to learn to work for their money because he did when he was their age. He can't stand watching them sleeping in and just hanging out. I feel like they grow up so fast. So why rush it? Who's right? Veronica wants us to play Kiss and Court this morning. Ooh. Should the uh, 15 and the 17-year-olds get a chance to just kind of take a break in the summer and, uh, you know, it, uh, let their brains have a break and just kind of sleep in and probably play Fortnite? Or should they get a job <laughs> like their dad did when he was their age? I think <laughs> yes. that the boys... yeah. Should be sleeping in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're only young once. Yeah, it's true. Wait till they're 18 and then yeah. they can get a real job. Yeah. Jack, what do you think? Mm, the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm thinking at 15 and 17 years old, they yeah. should be working at least part time. Have yeah. them work a couple days a week. Get them used to it because if you wait till they're 18, they're going to be hopefully in college or university yeah. and working and getting the shock of their lives. Yeah. When our kids Ease were 15. Them into it. Yeah. When our kids were 15 and 17, they started working and they want wanted to work i wanted him to stay home because i liked having him at home and uh, yeah. you know then you could go on like when you when i was because I, I have a few holidays in the summer and so <laughs> we could we could be together i kind of like my like 21 year old son right. i wish he wasn't working right now so but i i appreciate the fact that they should probably learn to work because unfortunately you're probably going to have to and both your kids have great work ethics well you know i mean yeah. who says these kids don't they yeah. just get the summer off. Give them the summer off. Okay. Say so they start working at 18. Yeah. And then think about the years of work ahead of them. Yes. Give them like till 18. Matt, did you work as a teenager? 
I mean, yeah, kind of. Is that true? <laughs> Not in the summers very much, but I had a different reason. I was always playing baseball. Okay. So it was hard to keep a job and play baseball. It's hard to play baseball go. and keep a job. Okay. Uh, Veronica wants to know uh, who's right, her or her husband. Should the kids be working? Uh, Jack's part-time thing seems like the logical one to me. No, it doesn't. No? <laughs> <laughs> Too much work. First text in. I agree with you, Jack, 100%. They yes. need to learn the value of money and what it takes to make it. Yes, All exactly. Right. There'll be somebody that agrees with Matt, because there always is. Anyway, text us now or call us, 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Veronica reached out. Uh, It's that time of the year where the kids aren't necessarily going to to school, although some go to summer school, I know. But basically, uh, the Coles notes is she's just wondering. She's got a 15 and 17-year-old sons, and she doesn't want them to work this uh, summer. They don't want to work, but their dad kind of does want them to work. And uh, she says, who's right, my husband or I, kiss in court? Sam texts in and says, my parents didn't make me work until I had graduated. They said it was one of the very few things they could still give us. That being said, we still did some work around the house. All right, there you go. Uh, It's Brian, right, Brian? Yep, that's Uh, correct. All right, Brian, what's your take? Uh, Well, I think they should work, but at the same time, uh, sometimes they don't want to work, but that's when I think they should work. My daughter, for instance... She turned 14 and she went to Tim Hortons right away. But then her school marks were getting lower. So we said to her, look, we don't need you to work. But she said, I want my school marks to get better. So she stopped working. But then just before, that was when she was 14. But then she started working again because she felt that she didn't have her own money. And she wanted her own money. And I said, well, the only way you can get feel better is to go back to work. But yet again, we don't need you to work. Right. So she did go back to work. Her marks were fine. She just graduated in the summer there. And I think it's a better idea to have the work ethnic so that they know what the value of money is and they're not wanting mm-hmm. to just keep going back to their parents and ask for money for right. different things. Right, right, right. Well, there you go. And uh, her marks, she, she started to find a way to balance them both and she's, her yep. marks went up and she she's making her own money and she's working at Tim Hortons and her dad's got an awesome accent. Life, Perfect. Lo- life doesn't work out any better Kids, for her. let this be a lesson to you. Yeah. If you want to stop yeah. working, just have crappy marks. There. I knew you were going to go down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, man, you, you would get down that one. Yep. I'll find a way around anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm very sorry about the English score, eh, Mark? Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's talking about the World Cup. Eh? England lost to Croatia. Yeah, that would have yep. been a bummer, huh? Yeah, uh, well, it's, I'm Scottish, but still the, the English team, were, they were a good team. They were a good team. Hey, man, you're awesome. Do us one more, one more favor. Speaking of Tim Hortons, can you say roll up the rim? Roll up the rim. There it is. Yeah. Uh, you nailed it. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and good luck. You sound like a great great dad, and I'm sure your your daughter's doing well. That's awesome. Thanks for yep. calling. Thank yep. you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, weather being nice to maybe not work for a living, and that's what uh, Veronica's kids, well, they don't want to do. They're 15 and 17 years old, and uh, her husband wants them to work at the value for money and or just understand the value of money and uh, not be sleeping in and doing those things that kids like to do in the summer. And she wonders who's right. It's Kissing Court this morning. Lots of texts coming in. They need to learn the value of money and what it takes to make it, says one person. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I didn't work in high school, and I graduated at 17, and I worked 16 hours a day for a year to put myself through school. So not working in high school didn't make me lazy, says another person. 
Well, this is the thing. Do you have to learn the value of money through a job? Because if that's the case, then I'm a terrible example of that. Yeah. Because I've had like 85 jobs in my life and I still spend it wildly. Yeah. I, you don't need to <laughs> learn the true, value actually. of money yeah. through a job. Yeah. You learn it through education. Okay. Learn it through your parents. Learn yeah. it through your role models. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking to yourself in the mirror? Yes. Right. 780-421-1039 is always the number to call. Yes, Kylie, you got a take on this? Yeah, I agree with um, Veronica's husband and Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working when I was 15. I bought my first car by myself. My parents never helped me with fuel or insurance. By the time I turned 20, I bought myself a brand new vehicle off the lot, and six months later, I bought my first house. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Well, you can't do that without working, right? Were you so- a drug dealer? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I do have the benefit that I went up to Fort McMurray when I was 19 and I worked on oil fields sort of stuff. Right. Wow. Right. But still, there you go. Yeah. You you probably should be like a, you know, be like a a life coach for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Maybe even some uh, people that are like in their 30s. Yeah. I don't know. I work with a lot of people that aren't in the same place. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, but in high school, I had a great time. Yeah. Keep holding on to that. Hey, Kylie, good, good for you. There's a balance. There's a balance too. Like I I do agree that, you know, you're going to have a lot of time to work in your life. So I, you know, I like the fact that kids can be, can be kids as well, but I think there's a balance there like that. uh, The Jack's idea of maybe a part-time job or whatever. So you can kind of get a little bit going on. But I mean, if you want to be like Kylie and you want to own a house when you're 20, I mean, you, you, there's only one way to do that without your parents' help. And that's to work. Mary rich. Yeah. No oil money. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Thank Kylie. Thank you. We're, we're just yeah, going to take your number off the air if we ever need to borrow some money. We know where we can get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. Should the kids work, the teenagers work uh, during the summer holidays? That's the question that Veronica is asking. She says no. Her husband says yes. This texter says, I'm actually on the fence, guys. I've been working full-time since I was 20. I'm now almost 59 years old, and I'm still working full-time in a very stressful job, and I'm getting tired. So I'm on the fence with these people. I think you know if your kids are lazy or not. True that. Yeah. I mean, they're your kids. You should know. It's pretty obvious if they're lazy. Yeah. (laughs) Stop staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Not lazy. You're just resting so you could be prepared to really work hard at this age. Another texter says the kid's job is school and they better do well. There you go. Whoa. Yes. All right. What about the ones that don't do well at summer or well at school? Ooh. Oh, well, I'll put them up for adoption. <laughs> yeah. I'm or, just kidding. Yeah. Or let it, hope they get into radio. That's it. There you go. All right. Thanks for your text on the co- on that. And we'll play the straw game coming up. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Your chance to win Kip more tickets coming up. Again, it's Kissin' Court. Veronica is wondering uh, if she's right or her husband's right. She thinks the 15- and 17-year-old sons should take the summer off after working hard in school, and the hubby wants them to be working. Yes, Jordan, you actually got a job when you were a teenager, and? That's what I did, and it helped me get a leg up going to university. I was debt-free coming out of school because I worked since I was 14, I had a car in high school, I had money to spend when I was in school. I didn't work when I was in school, but I worked all summer long. It was the best thing that I ever did as a kid. Okay. Would it be fair to say that 
Some kids who didn't work still end up being responsible adults, and it was good for them too, though? It is fair to say that, but it depends on the kid. And I think, like, if the kids are just going to sit around all summer long and do nothing, yeah. put them to work. And sometimes they can, well, I don't know if they cause trouble anymore. Do kids even cause trouble anymore, or do they just stay home and play in their... I don't know, work, no work, they're still going to get into some mischief. Yeah, yeah. Internet trouble. <laughs> yeah. The dark web. <laughs> yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so welcome back to the Kissing Country Control Room. It's Matt Sucks with an old-style straw. He's blindfolded in the room. We're doing this on Facebook Live right now. Mm. Jack's got these uh, four different items. He's going to try to suck them up with a straw and guess what they are. And uh, we've got a lot of people texting how many of these out of four he's going to get right. One of them with the uh, correct answer is winning Kit Moore tickets to the ranch. Item number one. Can you see, Matt? No, but it's, right. I can feel the texture with the straw. <laughs> okay, all right. Is suck- it mustard? So- no. It's, it better not be any, like, ketchup or anything no, like that. It's not. It's not. Suck it, Matt. Oh, you got some. What is that? What is item number one? Is that ice cream? Is that your guess? Yeah. Is it ice cream, Jack? No, it is mango yogurt. Uh, okay, yogurt. I'll right. take a new straw. Okay. I know this is counterintuitive, <laughs> but that one is covered in... What about the dolphins, oh, yeah, Matt? I didn't really think about this. <laughs> okay. Sorry, everybody. All right, here comes item number two. Well, I didn't like that. No? I don't like the surprise. <laughs> I don't like surprises. Okay, so hold your hand out. Oh, it's cool. Okay, I think it's a liquid. Okay, here we go. Mmm. Mmm. That's some sort of um, juice. Yeah. What kind of juice? I'm going to say it's like a, like a cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little cranberry in there, kind of. It is Mai Tai. Mai Tai. Um, Oh, boo. Okay. He's 0 for 2. He's like, okay. All right. Okay. I, item number three. This one might be tougher to suck. <laughs> with, Don't give him any hints. I'm not. I'm just saying that this one might be tougher to suck. You got to suck really hard, Matt. Okay, if you say so. Suck hard, Matt. Suck hard. <laughs> oh, air, airlock. Oh, you're almost there. I can see it in the straw. Keep going. Keep going. You're so close. <laughs> Was that jam? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That was, hey, I can suck jam through a straw. There you go. <laughs> New skill. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. He's got one Last out of three. Not least, and I think you're probably going to need the metal straw for this. But one. try with the little one oh, first. We'll try with the little one. Okay. Oh, there's a straw. Oh, it's Wait. warm. It's so warm. <laughs> That's a hint. It's Did warm. you pee in this <laughs> cup? <laughs> not this time. <laughs> That's itchy, Ben. Oh, what? <laughs> you got it. I was raised on Itchy Band. <laughs> Can you get the Itchy Band? Can you get it through the straw? Oh, I sucked the noodle through the straw, bud. <laughs> he got the two that I didn't think he'd get right. That tastes like mother's milk right there. <laughs> Good job, Matt. Somebody who guessed two out of four is going to kip more. Con- congratulations. Now give me my Itchy Band. Do you want it? I have the rest of the package. I'll take the blindfold off first. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Shine, there's the Washboard Union. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a sunshiny uh, Thursday morning, and it's a Thursday before a Friday game, which means Justin Sorensen from the Edmonton Eskimos is in the house. I was uh, telling him off air that uh, Ryan King, uh, also an Eskimo player, was here yesterday walking by, so we put him on the air shortly, but not very long because we didn't no. want to cheat on you. But Ryan also <laughs> snaps the ball. So the, the rule is that yeah. uh, you got to be the, the guy that touches the ball first on offense to be on our show. Well, he's not really on offense. No. 
He touches the ball first on special teams. Okay, special teams. Yeah. That's right. There you go. I, yeah. Is that yeah. a football burn or something? Yeah. No? Like, he doesn't <laughs> no, really just, touch he's, the ball. He's a, no, no. He's a long snapper <laughs> oh. for when they, we kick the ball. So, Justin's yeah, a short snapper. Teams. Yeah. It all makes sense now. He does now. touch the ball first, so he's allowed in here. Okay, that's the way it works. Exactly. Yeah. We talked to the referees, too, because yeah. they touch the ball as well. So, anyway. Jack, you got this all figured out? I'm writing it down. All right. Nice. Okay. Big game. We're talking off off air about the fact that uh, tomorrow night's game is a huge game, of course, for the team. And also, halftime, uh, Ludacris, uh, you're shocked. That was a pretty good uh, get by the uh, Eskimos to get him for halftime, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't even think he was doing shows anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's Big movie star, that yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. And you guys were all, like, throwing out songs one after another about these uh, all these hits that he had in the early 2000s. And yeah. Would so. it be on your pregame playlist? Ooh, sorry. It's, I, my pregame playlist is just rock, so he yeah. doesn't fall into that genre. Okay. All right. But yeah, you're a country fan. Well, but- it's because we... Uh- my playlist is country, but the one I play over the thing for the first two hours is rock. Okay. But then the last hour and a half, I listen to country. Yeah. 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 Some Shania and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Nothing like, man, I feel like a woman yeah. getting fired exactly. up for a football game. Teardrops on my guitar, you know, right before I it. <laughs> It's like, is Justin sweating or crying? It's so is hard he to, okay? It's, it's hard to tell. Uh, okay. So that's awesome. We'll talk more about the game. We'll give you a chance to win tickets coming up. Uh, but uh, last hour, we had Veronica. She was a mom who was reaching out, and she said basically she's got a 15- and 17-year-old son. Did you hear this? No. Uh, 15- and 17-year-old son, and uh, she doesn't want him to work this summer, but the dad does. He says he worked when he was a kid, and you know it, 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 he thinks that uh, he's the man he is today because of working in the summer when school was off. Yep. Uh, you know, what's your take on that? And as far as uh, you having summer jobs, uh, you were always playing sports, yep. I assume, and football was happening probably in the summer too, right? Uh, so football didn't start till August. Oh, okay. Um our rule in our house, and I think that I'll adopt this once we start having kids, yeah. is if you're not playing sports yeah. or doing something like being in the band or something like that, if you're not busy doing an activity, yeah. then you're working. Okay. Like full-time. Well, 40 or hours at a least week. part-time. <laughs> no, not, yeah, during school. At yeah. least part-time. Okay. Yeah, like, just leaves the house saying he's doing something. <laughs> Dad, off to activities. <laughs> Why do you come back smelling like skunk mat? It's like, <laughs> what kind of activities are you doing? So I that, like that idea. Yeah, that's a good take. So mm-hmm. if you're not busy doing something that you think is going to be a beneficial thing in your life, you probably should be working. It wouldn't yeah. be sitting on the couch or playing Fortnite. Exactly. Then you're not just sitting at home all day. You're, if, if you're not doing an activity or playing a sport yeah you're then you're getting a part-time job and for those of you that don't know uh justin's six foot eight and well over 300 pounds so when dad probably says uh get a job son he'll probably get a job mm-hmm. oh you're gonna be good cop you yeah. can tell yeah if you figure oh yeah yeah maybe yeah <laughs> big teddy bear I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll just stand up for the certain things yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. what kind of summer jobs do you rock uh, right now? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking prior to professional yeah. football. Justin, what do you do in the summer? <laughs> Activities. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, Matt, oh, and uh, Justin Sorensen from the Edmonton Eskimos. We just found out because uh, Matt asked the question about what Justin did uh, for a summer job. You worked at A&W. I, I'm just imagining that. Like, seriously. 
did they make any profit when you were there? Were you anywhere near the kitchen? Like, honestly. Like, yeah, me, me and my brother actually both worked in the kitchen. Okay, and he's a big guy, too. Not as big as you, but you two seriously could take down some onion rings in a hurry. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big onion fan, but oh. he liked onion rings. Oh, okay. A&W, most underrated fast food item is their onion rings. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've said, said that for it. a long time. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you don't I'm like right, onions. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right. <laughs> All right, you're right, man. <laughs> what was your discount at A&W? Uh, I gave fifty percent off. Nice whistle dogs for days. <laughs> I, I'd be lying if a few if I said a few burgers didn't fall off the grill somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like every second burger. It's like yeah. how many burgers? What was your you least eat? favorite thing to make there? Because there's always one onion rings. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, they make they make their own onion rings. You gotta. Put the onion in the thing, chomp it down, put it in the batter. Oh, oh my gosh, they order? don't come yeah. processed? Well, no, like, you, you make, like you'd make them ahead of time. So oh, like, okay. you'd literally sit there and make like yeah. a bag, like a humongous bag of onions to make onion rings, and that'd be lost for like a day. Mm-hmm. It was not very much That's fun. That's why and they're then, so good, Matt. They're fresh. Yeah. That's exactly right. Your hands would just smell like onions so bad. And you'd be crying, right? Like you'd be tearing up the whole time. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like listening to Taylor Swift and making onion rings. (laughs) (laughs) What a combination. Uh, Anyway, Justin's with us. Big game coming up. Your chance to win tickets uh, before this half, uh, well, before this hour is through. About 7.35 will give you that chance. Uh, But uh, the World Cup of Soccer is on. Of course, uh, that's the other football. I guess the original football or whatever they call it. And it's this giant thing. And England lost yesterday. And Matt and I Every time we watch soccer, it seems like every time I would look up, although it seems to be better now, I think the real diving teams must be out now because every time I'd look up, there would be a guy rolling around and, and then they'd show the replay and he would hardly be touched and it would drive me absolutely crazy. And Matt would always be like, no, this is good. This yeah, is what they, they do. need this. Remember? They're doing it for their team. Right, mm-hmm. right. So we finally now have somebody in who is a professional athlete who knows all about, uh, you know, doing it for the team. And of course, uh, call, you know, trying to make the refs think that you're actually hurt or get a penalty going on. So, Matt, before we let Justin uh, answer the question, why do you think that this soccer thing is the right thing to do for these guys? They're just trying to get a call. They're doing they're it's a different way of giving it their everything to their team. Yeah. In football, it's like, "Hey, I hurt myself. I got to keep moving in this play, right? Cuz the whistle hasn't blown." <laughs> right. But in football, if I go down, I get a free kick here. Yeah. That can mean the game, basically. Right. That can right. mean a W. Right there. Some guys over-embellish a little bit. <laughs> Who's that guy from Brazil? Neymar. Neymar. Neymar's really bad. He, he, like, he rolled like 12 times. But, but like, and it's different countries react to diving differently. You right. watch Croatia and England play, like, yeah, they would fall down, but they get up pretty quick. Right. Nobody's, like, flip-flopping around. Right. But, like, South American countries, they dive a little more. Yeah. Different yeah. leagues dive a little bit. But all they're trying to do is get a call for their team. Do people so not pay attention to them? Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you fall down just to get a, do- a call for your team, why lay down there for five minutes or three minutes or however long it is? Got to sell it. <laughs> the referee, if I'm the ref, I'm like, but, ooh, maybe. Okay, but, he's hurt. No, no, but the referee's going to make the decision in the first three seconds of him falling down. What's the point of laying down there for three minutes? Yeah. I think it's like uh, a generational thing, right? Because his dad did it. His dad did it. <laughs> <laughs> his dad did it. Flopping all around. The, yeah. the, the imaginary spray they spray on. That stuff's actually kind of cool. <laughs> what? It's, it's nothing. <laughs> they'll, oh, like, they'll get hurt and like the trainer will come out with like this mist and like, put it on his yeah. shin. Like, oh, feeling good. And he yeah, pops like, up. You know like goes. the little aerosol thing you do? You use to clean your keyboard? Like the that's blowing. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what they're blowing on these, on these guys. And really? It does nothing. Yeah. But think about it's like if you, if you – dive in air quotes in the penalty area <laughs> yeah. and then the ref gives you a free kick yeah. like a penalty kick 
That's huge, right? So why wouldn't you flop around? I like, I'd be flopping. I like this text at 103939. Matt, grow up. Diving is for losers. Um, well, hey, Neymar <laughs> makes like $25 million a year. I'll be that kind of loser. <laughs> Does he make that for the diving part or for the soccer part? Well, probably the soccer. <laughs> but they go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you would just, uh, football is not typically guys. Do. There, there's a couple of guys that fake fake things, right, to try it's, to get it's penalties. It's been known to happen just to give you guys a break yeah. in like a long drive. Right. Like a defensive guy did like mm. Saskatchewan got accused of it last year. Right. Um, right. So it does happen every once in a while. But yeah. again, they get off the field. They don't lay there for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, for one thing, it'd be real hard to get you off the field with a stretcher. It'd be like, <laughs> need some them. of that spray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but but the thing about football too is if you go down with an injury, then you have to miss three plays too. Right. So that's what it should be like in I soccer. Agree. In soccer, yes. if you want to flop, then poof, you're out. Same in hockey or for whatever. Three minutes. Or if whatever. you're yeah, if, if yeah. you're if you're injured, like you should absolutely yeah. What if he's should, like yeah. legit injured? Well, then he should he'd never come back. Then anyway. He's obviously not going to come back anyways. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're sometimes they're just falling down and they're not injured. Yeah. Just trying to get that free kick, man. Again, it's all about the free kicks. Yeah, at, least, at least in this room. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Love that song. Can't wait for that song at the Big Valley Jamboree this August long weekend. Florida Georgia Line at 741. Justin, you can't come this year, can you? Aren't you guys playing football? Oh, no. We play football just oh. like every year. <laughs> Oh, woe is me. Hey, I know. Yeah. Wish I could go. Yeah, well, yeah, well, the Sunday, the Sunday, yeah. you guys play on we, Thursday. Yeah, but then we uh, practice on Sunday because we play the following Thursday. Oh, man. Shoot. That summer job that you got is a real yeah. bummer. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <What a> man. <laughs> Made me get a summer job. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We've got a special guest on the line with us right now as we play Luda Lyrics or Lie. Karen, are you ready to play? Yes. Okay, so basically, uh, Ludacris is playing at halftime. Uh, we're all really. Uh, uh, what would be the word to describe it? Would it be? Uh, what would be a ludicrous way to say we're excited for tomorrow night? I don't know. Pardon? We're gonna roll out the red carpet. I don't cool. no. No. <laughs> Help me I think out here. He would say it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot because Ludacris is playing at halftime. Justin Sorensen's gonna be your friend, Karen. Uh, Matt's going to give you either a ludicrous lines or something that he is just uh, free spinning out of here or whatever. Free spinning? I don't know. <laughs> free styling. It's free styling. Oh, there we okay, go. Okay, you ready? You know what? You yeah. know how? All right, Karen, you ready to go? Ready. All right, here is a song number one. Look at you in those beat up threads. Looking all nasty with those ragged rows on your head. There's one solution you ought to know. Just get a good night's sleep with your my pillow. Oh. <laughs> So is that oh, wow. a ludicrous song or something that Matt just pulled out of his uh, incredibly wonderful mind? Uh, Justin, I know you've got, you've got a thought here. <laughs> He's not, ludicrous is now doing sponsorship deals. He just pulled out of his mind. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, you the didn't. Last need, I don't know really what gave it away. It away. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't Use need. that promo code CISN. Thank you, Matt. All right, here's song number two. Yo, your car too small. I can't fit my women in a PT Cruiser. Get your cake up. Get your weight up. Way up to the top, to you can't go no further. <laughs> ludicrous. And yeah, you say ludicrous too, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I say he ludicrous too. It's a little one. Yeah, I think yeah. you saw it. It's a Karen little doesn't need your help. This what, lady's a pro. What gave it away probably was the PT Cruiser. I don't think Matt would have come up with that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Plus, well, you already got 2000s. two right, but we're gonna do three for fun. Go ahead, number three. Okay. Peeping at my phone, and I get a text from you. 
Hell no, I ain't going to the store for no apples, boo. I'd rather sit at home with my stacks and my P4. No time for errands. These kids on CSGO gotta catch one and hit the floor. Oh boy, uh, Karen. Oh. That one's hard. Okay, I, I gotta go, Luda. You, you say Luda? Yeah. Yeah, Justin, what do you think? I think Matt made that up. Yeah. I think Matt made it up too. Matt made it oh. up. Two out of three, though. Yeah. I don't think PlayStation 4 was out back then. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> oh, yeah, good call. Karen, you're coming tomorrow night uh, at the game watching Justin do his thing uh, with the Eskimo offense and, of course, watching Luda at halftime. How does that sound? Awesome. Yay. Have so fun singing along. <laughs> yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Forever Rebels, there is Tim Hicks kissing in the morning with Chris Jack, Matt, and Justin Sorensen from the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, yeah, he's in studio because tomorrow is another game. He's mm-hmm. got to head off to practice now. Uh, today is walk-through day. Is that walk right? Walk-through day. Run-through. Run-through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Run-through. It's going to be a beautiful day. They still have to put the gear on. We yeah. wear helmets today. Yeah, helmets, shorts, t-shirt, yeah. right? Yeah. That's okay. so bad. I'm glad you mentioned that, um, helmets, because I've wore a helmet once, and it was really difficult to get on because I've got this big, fat head. And Mine would probably fit you. I think it was Ricky Ray's uh, yeah, helmet, he actually. probably wore large or something. Yeah, Small exactly. Head. I need an XL. But when I put that thing on, I got kind of claustrophobic in it. We were talking oh. just a few minutes ago about the fact that uh, Matt did this whole thing for Make-A-Wish yesterday, which was awesome. He repelled 23 hope. stories down the Coast Hotel for Make-A-Wish, and you can nice see that on the Facebook pal. page. Thanks, buddy. We tease him all the time. Matt, uh, Justin's come in today, and you've really been hammering him. Well, he's, again, he makes himself... I'm a glutton for punishment. I kind of <laughs> throw yeah. it over the place to him today compared to most days. <laughs> really? Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, we're talking about your fears and phobias, and you said, you said, I think I'm a little claustrophobic, and I said, well, what happens when you're playing football, and all of a sudden, like, about 1,500 pounds of guys on top of you, mm. like, do you, you kind of get a little bit, like, I mean, obviously that hurts, but is that when you feel claustrophobic? Yeah, maybe a, a, like a little bit, and I'm just like, hurry up, get off me. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding, because it's usually your own players. And they're all, sorry, sir. It's, 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 a, it's a mix of both, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's something I've never asked. When I was a kid and I watched football, one of the coolest things I would ever see, and maybe, I don't know, maybe that, but I, I loved when one player from one team would help another guy up, and you don't <laughs> see that very often anymore. <laughs> Well, it's generally frowned upon. They're your enemy while you're playing them. Shake hands after the game, but yeah. while you're playing, you pick your own buddies up, and they, if you try and get, they try and get up, you give them a little shove so they fall back down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might adopt that for this show. <laughs> I feel like I might be pushed down a bit more here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Go Eskimos, go tomorrow yes. night. And again, coming up in the next few moments, uh, your chance to win that uh, the super power pack for, for the Oilers as well. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. We'll Always s- fun. We'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds yeah. good. Anytime we need somebody to just keep Matt in line, we just bring <laughs> yeah, that's good. in. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Sam Hunt, leave the night on. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Going to be a really beautiful day, but a chance of some thunderstorms again this afternoon. We're kind of getting used to that. It's uh, just kind of going to be that way. Tomorrow, not great, but we just keep hoping that the forecasters are are uh, are wrong, I right. guess. Right. You know, They're just scared. 60% chance of showers tomorrow night. So, uh, again, that means that 40% of the area won't get any rain. And that's where we will be. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um, here's the deal. Jersey Math, this is a really cool prize package up for grabs. A Yessie Pooley-Arvey's jersey number minus Connor McDavid's jersey number plus the great Ryan Smith's jersey number plus Andre Sekera equals what number, Chelsea? 
97, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. Nice. Good job. I was pretty proud of myself. It took me literally a half an hour. I was trying to figure out <laughs> a way to tough. do it. I was. I, Matt's laughing, but it was not easy to figure this all out, Chelsea, and you figured it out. And uh, congratulations. Out of the hundred pe- uh, hundreds of people that texted in, uh, you were randomly chosen. How does that sound? Perfect. Yeah, the uh, four, six, and seven game power packs are available for the upcoming Oilers season starting at just $299. And again, up to uh, July 15th, that's tomorrow, sign up for advanced access to this year's power packs at edmontonoilers.com, and then the public can get them on July 20th. But if you sign up early, you have a better chance. And again, I you're, just did. you're going, you did? Yeah, <laughs> these are going to be great birthday and Christmas gifts. Exactly. For me, thank you yes. so much. And you're going to see uh, the, uh, the the Stanley Cup champion, uh, Washington Capitals, when the Sharks are in town, the Red Wings, and the Stars. And who are you going to awesome. take with you? Oh, Laurie, my co-worker. Okay. Aw, that's all, nice. Oh, you could, hey, you could spread the love, too, because you're going to a bunch of games. Four right. games. Right. But something oh, tells, yeah. so some, it'll probably be her. Something tells me Laurie <laughs> helped you with the math, did she? Yeah, we wrote it all down, and we were trying to get tickets last year to the last game, but okay. for the Sedine Twins, when they retired, we couldn't get any tickets. Are you a Canucks <laughs> fan? No. Okay, good. Fine. Right answer. Good yeah. answer. She just wanted. Yeah. To, she just wanted to see the Sedin's final game, which makes sense. All yeah. right. Well, congratulations. You're going this year. Way to go. Perfect. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Debut number one hit, unbelievable. 68 million uh, video streams worldwide. I mean, 69. 69 now. Really? Yeah. Why not? Holy cow. Are you just making that joke? No, or? I wouldn't. No. <laughs> okay. Isn't it's almost good. It's going to be 70 million probably by next week. Probably by the time we finish talking about it, it'll be 70 million. That's amazing. Lanco, they're huge. And they're coming to Cook County Saloon. And I was thinking about it on my way into work this morning. I was like, you know, Cook County Saloon is, is like the Grand Old Opry of Edmonton. It's like the who's who have been on that stage. George Strait has been on that stage before he became the international superstar he was. Um, Rascal Flats, I remember them on that stage. I'll never forget, they had the loudest sound system I think that club has ever had in it. When I went up on stage For to... Rascal Flats? Honestly, when I went up on stage to introduce them and I said, hey everybody, I could see everybody's <laughs> hair blow back. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I'll talk a little quieter. Did yes. Gary have the frosted tips back yes, then? Yes, he did. Absolutely he did. He was born with them, Matt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I think that maybe the coolest uh, show I ever saw at Cook County Saloon, and there'll be people that'll tell you this, just before Keith Urban became a superstar, we brought him into town and he played at Cook County on that stage. And it was like, after Keith Urban played that night, you're like, this guy is going to become gigantic. And he did. So you just never know with Lanco right now. They're, they're, they're coming off their first huge number one hit. Their second song is going that way as well. And it's going to be really cool to see them for the very first time at Cook County Saloon. So wondering this morning, Who's the coolest, biggest artist you ever saw before they became big? Like Keith Urban at Cook County Saloon, for example. Uh, Matt, who's yours? Um, this girl hmm. had the biggest song on the planet for months. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, I saw Carly Rae yeah. open for Hanson yeah. <laughs> in the Kelowna Theater. <laughs> Yeah. When I used to live there. Yeah. And it was insane. Like yeah. this song, it was literally the next week became the biggest song on the planet. Right. And then That's she got so signed cool. to Justin Bieber's label. 
and like she became this enormous superstar. But she you saw her. You saw her opening for somebody in a small theater. That's right. And why was I there? You may ask. <laughs> to a Carly Rae Hansen we show. <laughs> <laughs> it was for I bought tickets for for my girlfriend at the time. Okay. Oh, that's nice. All right. Yeah, Jack. What about you? Who's the biggest star you saw before they were a big star? This guy performing this song. Well, when he sings. Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. And he was singing this song on the Opry stage. My dad took us on a family vacation uh, to Nashville when I was in grade 10. And I was like, who's this guy? My dad's like, he's really good. Just listen. <laughs> and then I was bored and it was an awful story. And now I look back and I'm like, come on, Jackie. What were you thinking? Why didn't you listen to your dad? Why didn't I listen to dad? My dad was serious about Brad Paisley. Why does, Man's got great taste. Why, I guess so. Why do impressions of dads always sound like that? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is, <laughs> pay attention. Pay attention and listen. This guy's going to be a big star. So there you go. Yeah, I remember them coming on stage being like, he's only have one number or one <laughs> number one hit, but there's going to be many more. Yeah. I, I was it, like, yeah, right. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> move on. Move on, dad. Boring. Okay. Sam had a family friend mm-hmm. who saw Derek and the Dominoes. It was like the first opener. It was like five o'clock in the evening they were opening for this local band like yeah. nobody came and saw them and yeah. she was the only one that realized oh my god that's Eric Clapton yeah <laughs> oh I was like who's Derek and the Dominoes <laughs> I did not know that one of my favorite stories was uh, a lady by the name of Eileen Twain who uh, actually mm-hmm. came into town mm-hmm. and I don't think it was a performance it was just a chance to do a meet and greet with her and it was at the Mustang Saloon which I think maybe now is a strip club in the like near Mayfield just off of Mayfield Sweet. Road maybe it isn't anymore but anyway Shania Twain of course was there and they we could not talk people into going to that show and seeing her really? right at that time and then shortly after that she literally became the biggest star on the planet did she look the same yes was she yeah. a babe Yes. Well, yeah. If she looks the same, she was a babe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, she was really unfortunate looking, Matt. Then they got their beautician's on it. Yeah, exactly. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103-939. Who did you see before they became big? We'd love to hear your story. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Lanco coming to Edmonton for the very first time at Cook County tonight, and we're looking for those kind of stories. Who have you seen and where before they became huge stars? Uh, we've got Thomas Rhett's latest coming up, and speaking of that... Yeah, somebody said, I saw Thomas Rhett when he opened for Jason Aldean years ago. I had never heard about him, or I did not know any of his songs at the time. He became a big hit not long after that. Nice. Got another one? Yeah, another person says, I went to a Nickelback concert, and I saw Default open for them, meaning I saw Dallas Smith. Wasting my time. Callie says she saw Keith Urban playing in West Edmonton Mall in the middle of the main corridor on a little round stage, and everyone was so busy shopping that no one paid attention. It's true. There was like 20 people watching. I remember that show. He was with his group from Australia called The Ranch, and it's funny how there was 20 people watching, but literally hundreds will tell you they now saw it. It's one of those things, right? Well, I, th- I was there. I think you remind yourself, or you pretend that you were there. Anyway, thank you. Who uh, Who was the, the, the biggest star that you saw before they were a star and where? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Super excited to see Lanco for the very first time. They'll be at the radio station today. If you were lucky enough to win one of our soundstage invites, you get a chance to see him. And then tonight at Cook County Saloon, and we said there's been so many great acts that have uh, gone through the doors of Cook County Saloon and then gone on to play at giant venues. Hey, how about Luke Combs, the guy we just heard, oh, yeah, played at the ranch, at the ranch. Right, in April, and we're like, this is the last time. No disrespect to any nightclub, but this is the last time you're ever going to see that man at a nightclub unless he's like 65 and he's like, you know, trying to <laughs> keep his career going at that point. But that's a perfect 
favorite example. So we're looking for your stories this morning. And just a few minutes ago off air, I was telling you guys, man, I remember seeing the Dixie Chicks at a Trappers game, and somebody else remembers too. Somebody was there. I saw the Dixie Chicks on a hay wagon at the Trappers game. Five bucks for the game and the show. Got Were pic- they awesome back then too? Uh, yeah, I got a picture of uh, my daughter who was about Kennedy's age at the time, and it's just the most adorable picture. And I remember we were in a tent behind the ball, the you know, the ball diamond or the ball stadium. John Ducey. And the mosquitoes were so bad, and Natalie was fired up about the mosquitoes. She was like, what is going on here? These things are going to pick us up and take us home. Another texter says, my dad knew Johnny Cash before he was famous, and I remember Sam Hunt before he was famous. Wow. Johnny Cash would have been cool. Oh, man, no kidding. Not that Sam Hunt Hunt wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I saw Brett Kissel at the CCMA Awards Festival when he was probably only 16 and I was 13. That was awesome. But I also saw Florida Georgia Line play at Knoxville's with Brett Kissel opening as well. Can you tell I'm a huge Kissel fan? There you go. I remember that. Yeah, I totally remember that. it was Oil City at the time, but still. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Uh, Who have you seen that became a big star after that and where? We'd love to hear from you this morning at 780-421-1039. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.